0: Sabbath is more than a title for the day we go to church. Sabbath is more than a day. Sabbath is a North Star of sorts, keeping us headed in the right direction. Sabbath, the way our Creator intended it, is a practice we can center our lives around, living from the restoration we receive on that day. Welcome back to Sabbath 101. My name is Terry, and I'm a volunteer campus minister in Prince George on the campuses of UNBC and CNC. Thank you for joining us again this week as we explore Sabbath as a lifestyle. When God invited his people to Sabbath, he knew that observing Sabbath once every week would reorient us for the other days of our week. Sabbath 101 could be the most important course you take in university. Do you ever feel as though you are simply surviving? anticipating a break somewhere in the future? That is because we were designed to need a regular stop, a rest. But God's invitation to observe the Sabbath is more than a day off. The difference is that the Sabbath is designed to help us live from a place of rest, not for rest. Walter Brueggemann says that people who keep Sabbath live all seven days differently. God's invitation to Sabbath every seventh day will begin by changing that one day of your week and eventually change all the rest of your days. Sabbath isn't merely a day, it's a whole lot more. When experienced as God intended, we will find ourselves anticipating Sabbath on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, and remembering this day on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Sabbath isn't just a day off, it's a lifestyle. We need this rest, and God promises to bless us when we keep His commands. The book of Leviticus contains a lot of laws God gave to the people of Israel, His chosen people. In it, the people of God were commanded to observe a Sabbath day weekly, but also a Sabbath year every seventh year, and something called a year of Jubilee. The Sabbath year is described in Leviticus 25 as a year of complete rest for the land. They were commanded not to plant their fields that year or prune their vineyard. Instead, they relied on what the land produced naturally, whatever harvest God blessed them with during that year of rest. Then, every seventh Sabbath year, the year of Jubilee happened. The Jubilee year was called the Sabbath of Sabbaths, and it took place every 50th year, right after the seventh Sabbath year, or seven times seven. The number seven was a big deal to these guys. The Jubilee was a year of systemic cultural reorientation. Along with again resting from planting and reaping harvest, the Jubilee was a celebratory year of wealth redistribution when families all returned to their allotted property and any Israelites who had become slaves due to debt became free. The year of Jubilee was a whole calendar year, 12 months to be kept holy. They must completely rely on God to provide for them. Leviticus 26 goes on to outline God's blessing for their obedience of following these laws. God promises provision. He promises to make them fruitful and multiply. He promises to walk among them, be their God, and claim them as his own. Let's take a closer look at the year of Jubilee. The Jubilee year was a full picture of Sabbath lifestyle. This year was to become a year of celebration and grace, a redemptive year for captives where the poor were delivered from their poverty, a year of restoration. In the Jubilee, everyone celebrated their redemption in the Lord who delivered his people from captivity in Egypt. The year of Jubilee was to serve as a foretaste of the coming of Jesus, who would come to preach the good news to the poor, tend the brokenhearted, liberate the captives, and spread the message of grace. It also served as a marker for when the Lord would come again to restore all things to himself. What a promise and symbol the year of Jubilee was. As we practice worshiping and resting on Sabbath, we can be reminded of the Jubilee's fuller picture of Sabbath. In Sabbath, we remember the Jubilee King, Jesus, who heals the brokenhearted and teaches of liberation for captives and has promised to completely restore all things to himself. Think of your favorite season. My favorite season is the Christmas season. Although Christmas itself is one calendar day, there's a great time of anticipation filled with decorating, shopping, baking, planning, and parties as the day draws near. When the day finally arrives, it is filled with joy and celebration, but things don't end immediately at the end of that day. No, there are days, even weeks, filled with continued celebration and remembrance. The leftover decorations, gifts, and gratitude of the coming of Jesus to us outlast this day. Not only the physical things from this day last, but also some of the experiences and memories impact us going forward. The days following Christmas are better because of this day of rest and delight. That's kind of like Sabbath. We should live our lives in anticipation and remembrance of the rest and delight we get to spend with God each Sabbath and let it fill each of our days. What blessings have you began to realize in your life as you began practicing Sabbath? Do you notice the practice of Sabbath beginning to spread itself into the rest of your life? Practicing Sabbath is just that, something to be practiced. Be gracious with yourself as you reflect on the teachings and challenges. We began this course to create a space to learn and journey together. Hopefully you feel you can ask practical questions in your small groups and chat through the aspects you are finding more difficult to adopt. It will take intentionality and work, but the reward will far surpass any growing pains of the adjustment. If you've been tracking with us through the semester, hopefully you've learned something about rest. Maybe you have discovered a new restful activity or hobby. Maybe you have learned that something you once thought was restful is not providing the rest you need. If either of these are true for you, yay. We hope God continues to guide you into life-giving, reorienting rest. Trust the process. The challenge this week is to continue to set aside six hours to rest and delight on your Sabbath day. The second invitation is to begin to let Sabbath rest infect the entirety of your week. Choose one hour of Sabbath each day where you unplug, pray, and join Jesus in his rest. Tell your small group what hour that is going to be and ask them to help keep you accountable to that. Thanks for tuning in. This has been Sabbath 101. The most important class you might take in university. My name is Terry, and may our Creator God bless you as you learn to cease, rest, and delight.